Praise the Lord, praise the Lord, praise the Lord. I am glad to be with you today. I trust that you too had a good night rest and that you are up and ready to go to serve the Lord. I trust that you will take a little time and just listen to this devotion. I trust that morning after morning you're putting the pieces together because we are going somewhere. This morning I want us to change the lane again. I want us to change from the outer lane, the inner lane, whatever lane you are in. I like for us to find ourselves in the center lane. But before I go ahead and explain that, the songwriter who's on the Lord's side, he said, fierce may be the conflict, strong may be the four, but the king's own army, none can overthrow. Round his standard raging, Victory is secure, for his truth unchanging makes his triumph sure. Joyfully enlisting by thy grace divine, we are on the Lord's side. Savior, we are thine. Come with me, and let's change lanes and stay in this lane, because we still have to travel for a little while. Let's change lane from Satan lane Let's change the lane from man's lane and let's come to the center lane, which is Christ's safe lane. This lane, this center lane is where the Lord is. Notice, the center lane is between us and Satan. The center lane is close to man. He knew all that would happen in Peter's life. He knew that Satan would attack Peter. He knew Peter would deny him. He knew that Peter would be discouraged and filled with remorse. He knew Peter would be restored. He knew the results of the failure would bring conversion. He knew that he would be able to strengthen the brethren. So we come to John's Gospel, chapter 1 and in verse number 42. And he brought him to Jesus. And when Jesus beheld him, he said, Thou art Simon, the son of Jonas. Thou shalt be called Cephas, which being interpreted a stone. Now may I say to you, while Satan saw all the present faults and failures, notice this carefully, Jesus saw the future faithfulness. Yes, Satan saw the faults that Peter had. But Jesus could see much farther than Satan. He knew that when thou art converted, Peter, you will strengthen the brethren. So in John chapter 21, the Bible says, Verily, verily, I say unto you, When thou wast young, thou goddest thyself, and walkest whither thou wouldest. But when thou shalt be old, notice Jesus speaking. He's speaking of the future in regards to Peter's life. Thou shalt stretch forth thine hand, and another shall guide thee, and carry thee whither thou wouldest not. Wow! Peter, you're going to come old, old to the point where someone will lead you. There are some folks who will believe, nah, he cannot be a man of God, and he would come old, and someone would lead him. Wow! In Luke chapter 22, and verse 33 and 34, and he said unto him, Lord, I'm ready to go with thee both into prison and to death. And he said, I tell thee, Peter, the cock shall not crow this day before thou 
shall thrice deny that thou knowest me. Is it true that the Lord knew all about his failures? Yes. He knew all about his failures. He knows all about our failures. He knows all about our trials. He knows all about our sorrows. He knows all about our testings. Listen to Job. In chapter 23 and verse 10, But he knoweth the way that I take. When he had tried me, I shall come forth as gold. May I say to you today that I believe with all my heart and I know that I'm right that the Lord is personally concerned about each one of us. He has a personal concern about each one of us. Matter of fact, that's why he is there with the outstretched hands to lead us. Many times we pray and we ask God to lead us, you know, and, and that's not what it's all about. God is always there to lead us. It is more that we follow God follow his leading. Because Peter was facing danger, he was concerned. The Lord was concerned. Would you listen to the words of the psalmist in Psalms 138 verse 7 and verse number 8? He said, Though I walk in the midst of trouble, thou wilt revive me. Thou shalt stretch forth thine hand against the wrath of mine enemies, and thy right hand shall save me. The Lord will perfect that which concerneth me, Thy mercy, O Lord, endure it forever. Forsake not the works of thine own hands. Yes, with all of that going on, don't lose sight of his concern. Notice what he said for Peter to prove his concern. He said, Satan desired to sift you as wheat, but I have prayed for you that your faith fail not. That is someone that is concerned about you. Someone that will take the time to pray for you that you be strong, that your faith fail not. The Lord, powerful intercession, He intercedes on all of our behalf. This will always guarantee our security. First John chapter 5 and verse number 14, the scripture says, And this is the confidence that we have in Him, that if we ask anything according to His will, He heareth. He's presently doing a job for us, our Lord. In Hebrews chapter 7, and verse 24 and 25, But this man, because he continued ever, hath an unchangeable priesthood, wherefore he is able also to save them to the uttermost that come unto God by him, seeing he ever liveth to make intercession for us. In closing, Peter survived because of the Lord's prayer for him. In Matthew 14, verse 22 and 23, the Bible says, And straightway Jesus constrained his disciples to get into a ship and to go before him unto the other side, while he sent the multitude away. And when he had sent the multitude away, he went up into a mountain apart to pray. And when the evening was come, he was there all alone. What comfort comes to the heart of the children of God when we realize that Jesus Christ is right now interceding for us. Psalms 37 verse 23, the steps of a good man are ordered by the Lord and he delighted in his way. Philippians chapter one and verse six, he says, being confident of this very thing, that he which had begun a good work in you will perform it until the day of Jesus Christ. Find yourself in Christ's lane and let him take you safely, yes, the 
the other lane may be faster. The others may seem to be having more fun, but this is the safe lane. Find yourself in his lane. And when you come to the crossroads, you will also have him with you to help you in your decision making. All things work together for good to them that love God, to those who are the call according to his purpose. When you meet the crossroads of life, don't throw in the towel. Don't think that God don't love you. When you find yourself in Satan's sifter being tossed to and fro, God knows. He allowed that to happen so that all the stuff that needs to be removed, Satan will do the work to remove it because he loves to expose it and God would use the good. Father, thank you so much for this journey. I pray for that, that person, those persons who are at the crossroad, who are thinking of giving up in their marriage, thinking of giving up on their children, thinking of giving up on the job, thinking of giving up on their church, their ministry. That pastor that's thinking of quitting, the one that is now in the crossroads. Our Father, I pray that you would show them the green light and that they would continue to go for you. Thank you for the crossroads of life. In those crossroads, we learn many lessons. Thank you, dear God, that in the crossroads, many times we took the right way. And because of that, we save ourselves of many casualties. We love you, we praise you, and we thank you. In Jesus' name I pray, amen. I trust that we were able to help you if you are in the crossroads of life. If you need any further help, give us a call. We'll be glad to encourage you and see you through. God bless you. Do have a great day. It's going to be a great day. Please enjoy it.